Welcome, Ola. What's good? Hey, y'all. Hey, you are tuned in the Circle Up with your girl, Amanda Hurd. What's good, fam? Feels good to be back in the building, behind the mic, in the studio, releasing all these gems and jewels to you. Listen, we are on season nine. You were crowned for this episode three. Episode three is going to deal with the reminder of your identity. Why is this important? This is important because as you begin to remember who you are in Christ, you will be begin to remember why your crown is important and how to wear it. In our last episode, we talked about um, just the reminder of what God says about us. And there was an instruction for you to go forth in prayer and ask him about the seed that he placed in you. This goes, it ties into the identity of who you are. But first and foremost, if you can recognize the seed that was inside of you, it will help you grow even the more so into the identity of who you are in Christ. So let's dive right in identity. What's so important about knowing your identity? Well, knowing your identity is important because it allows you to have a sense of self-awareness, self-confidence, and purpose. Why is this important? It can help you make decisions for meaningful relationships and understand your place in the world. Listen, as a kingdom child, as a Christian, you want to know what it means and what it feels like to walk in royalty. You want to know why the blessings that follow you and the favor follow you the way they do. You want to be able to activate all of your spiritual gifts and the different rooms that you walk into. And it's hard. It's very challenging if you do not know your identity, if you do not understand who you are in the kingdom to activate these things. So additionally, understanding your identity can help you navigate social expectations and overcome challenges. This is key. This is what we need as believers. We have to be able to understand exactly who we are so that when we come up against these unexpected challenges, when we come, when we have these great expectations, we know how to thrive through them. We know how to pedal our way around them. We know how to use the power that is within us connected to our gifts to get through them. Listen, this is going to be good. A lot of times we'll be able to find um, our identity as the more we find ourselves in Christ. So our Christ-like identity, the, the term Christ-like generally refers to someone who embodies the characteristics and values associated with Jesus Christ, right? So such as compassion, forgiveness, humility, and selflessness. These are some of the things that will come across the more we take on who Christ is in our life, who he is, not only in our lives, but in the lives of everyone and just who he is in general alone. The more we understand him, the more we connect with him, the more our likeness will desire to be like his. It's often used to describe um, individuals who strive to live their lives in accordance with the principles that I just stated, the principles of compassion, the principles of forgiveness, the principles of hum humility, the principles of selflessness. If we don't move in these realms, then more than likely we are not moving in the realms of our identity. You see, we are called and chosen to move and to be like Christ. We are called and chosen not to be him. So this leaves room for our imperfect uh, ways, for our errors. This leaves room for us to seek repentance and seek God for forgiveness and turn from ways and grow and learn. This leaves room for us to remain human, right? Because we know that he is perfect. We know that there's no wrong to be found in him, but we are to mirror. We are to reflect 
these these values that he has how can we become more in tune with our christian faith how can we become more in tune with our our identity in christ well i wanted to share a few things another homework assignment here we go i wanted to share a few things just a few that you can do to become more in tune with your christian faith which will align you with your identity in christ and so the first one is to read your bible regularly this will help you get a deeper understanding of God's word and what it means to be a Christian. You see, so many times we lack this simple tool of reading our Bibles regularly, right? We read them here, there, and, you know, so on and so on, but we don't have a regular routine. A regular routine looks like what? How we eat. A regular routine looks like what? How we apply ourselves at work. A regular routine looks like what? Doing the things that we feel that's going to bring us some sense of, of happiness, some sense of um, need. It's going to provide for a need that we have. We go to work faithfully because we know it's going to birth us a check, which will entail give us the money that we need to pay whatever is due. We eat because we know that when we don't eat, our body begins to become draining and we don't have the energy that we need to do the things that we want to do. You know, we get dressed because... Nobody wants to be run. Well, I can't say nobody because there's a whole nude world out there. But majority of us don't want to, you know, be running around clothesless, you know, with nothing on and exposing all of our hidden goods. Right. And so we do these things because we know they're the goodness behind them. We do these things regularly because we know how beneficial they are to us. If we could only understand how beneficial it was for us to read our Bibles regularly, we would understand again that God's, we understand again what God's word is and what it means to be a Christian. This is what's going to help us find our identity in him. It's going to help us be more like him because the more we see his characteristics, the more we see how he worked, how he moved, how he healed, how he was just that all in all, it's he becomes our hero and we want to become more like him. The second thing I want to say is pray daily. Prayer is a way of communication with God and build a stronger relationship with him. And see, this is something that if we look over our lives, a lot of us who are believers, there's certain places in our life where we do not lack prayer, right? Let's name one of them. When we eat food, when we eat food, I don't care if it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, and for most of us, even a good old snack, right? We're going to make sure we throw a prayer in there. We're going to make sure we bow our heads real quick, fast, in a hurry, and close those eyes as tight as we can and be like, God, I thank you for this food. I ask that you bless it. So if this one, everybody with it, in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Right? We're going to race through this prayer, and we're going to eat this food. Why do we do that? We've learned at such a young age that this is how we give thanks for our food. This is how we're making sure our food is perfect for our body and that it shall cause us no harm or danger. We learned that this was an important tool. We learned it so well so that it became a habit and we don't lack it. We, we don't even know what we say half of the time. Most of us repeat a prayer that was said since we were young or we don't even really know what we're saying. We just close our eyes and say something real quick, fast, in a hurry and there's no connection within the relationship with God, right? Are we really thanking God or are we just saying it out of routine? But either way you put it, that's a daily form of us trying to hold on to that relationship, trying to hold on to that conversation with him. But think about it this way. If your friend called you and every single day they just said the same old, same old, you would begin to tune them out, right? 
you will begin to become those friends who sit on the phone and you just not even listening to anything they say because you know that they're really not speaking of importance. They just rambling, gossiping or talking to talk like they're really not saying nothing that's going to edify you, help you, build you, grow you or they not spilling the tea that gets you all in to the end. Right. <laughs> and so but whenever you have somebody that you value their words, you value their opinion, you value everything that they that they speak, everything that comes out of their mind, your ear is attentive. I know for me, I love speaking to my grandfather and I value everything that he says. He's lived a great life. He's lived a long life. He's he's in his older years. I want to say he's 80 plus now. And so everything he says to me is golden. It's golden because I know that wisdom has been imparted into him. I know that he's done things, experienced things, grown through things, seen things, read things, and then had to relearn a lot of the things he already went through. So there's so much wisdom packed in him just saying a basic thing that maybe one of my younger friends said three years ago that just didn't resonate in my spirit, right? And so as we pray daily, as we build this communication with God, the one who knows all, the one who sees all, the one who understands our identity more than we ever will, we will begin to gather the pieces of wisdom to walk into this place of authority. We will begin to have this relationship with him where we no longer race through prayers or conversations, but we are intentional with what we're saying. And being intentional while communicating with God, I believe is going to help you take another step forward to finding your identity. The third thing I want to lay on your heart is to attend a church. Now, I know a lot of us are afraid of church these days, especially since COVID exposed, broke down, tore up and, and ran through the churches and shut many of them down. That does not mean that COVID did that to God, right? That's what he did to a lot of the buildings. But listen, God is still very well alive. He's still very well moving and breathing on his vessels. There's still people with good words and good hearts and that are walking around with these characteristics of God. They are compassionate and forgiving. They are, they are humble and selfless. And listen, if you find yourself a people, a community like such, then it's important that as a believer, you stay connected. This journey, I'm not going to say you can't do it by yourself because I, I don't believe that it's impossible, but I do believe that the, the numbers will definitely outweigh you. I do believe the challenges will definitely outweigh you. I do believe it makes things so much harder. It's hard to win a war as a one-man war versus a war as a thousand-man war, right? And you, you put thousands and thousands on top of on this battlefield, and it, it just seems like there's so much more fight you have in you. And that's what it is to be in these communities. You have people that when you're going through these mental breakdowns, the enemy is throwing darts at you here, there, and everywhere. And you can't pray them off yourself. You have a community that you can lean and press upon and they will go to war with you. You have a people that will help you break down the word that God has maybe given you and exercising your prayers. Or even when you read your Bible, you begin to get on that track where you were reading regularly. You have people that will help you understand what was once misunderstood, right? And so go attend to a church, attend a church, find a church, go into a church um, and being a part of a Christian community can help you learn from others and grow in your faith. And as you do this, I believe it's gonna help you again, get closer to your identity. The fourth thing is to serve others. Living out your faith by serving others is a great way to show God's love and grow closer to him. 
You see, God, we, we talked about how one of the things that's connected to his characteristics is selflessness. It takes a selfless person to serve another person. And see, your identity is tied to selflessness. So I don't care who you are, what gift that you have, selflessness is attached to all of them. And so the more you grow into being able to serve others and whatever that looks like in your life, you will grow deeper and stronger in the identity of what God has uh, called you and who you are um, in his eyes in the eyes of others. And the last one is to seek guidance from a spiritual mentor. I would say this is one of the biggest ones on there. And why would I say this is one of the biggest ones? This is one of the biggest ones because as a spiritual mentor, um, they're going to help you hold accountability to reading your Bible regularly. They're going to help you make sure you're in a space where you're praying daily. They're going to make sure that you're finding yourselves um, in the community of a church. They're going to they're going to invite you to serve others over and over again. So they are they are really going to help position you and push you um, in that space or that posture to tap into your identity over and over again. You see, having someone to build you and your faith journey can be helpful and encouraging. Why or how is it encouraging? It's encouraging because the more, so a, a spiritual mentor is one who who already has found their identity in Christ. They're already moving in this space or this area where I'm encouraging you to grow to, right? And so because of that, there's so many of the characteristics that you will already be able to find in their life. And so it's encouraging because as you're on this track, as you're on this, um, on this, on this journey, trying to tap into your Christian faith, trying to identify who you are in this spiritual realm, they are going to be right before you. This is someone you can see, you can call, you can touch, you can cry with, you can be vulnerable with, you can express um, your ins and outs, ups and downs with, and it's just going to make it feel and seem like these challenges are a little bit lighter than they would be if you were to do it on your own. Spiritual spiritual mentorship is looked at um, a lot uh, as, as you know, uh, a lower thing on the list. But in my eyes, with my belief, I believe it should be a higher thing. When we look at the different pages and stories in the Bible, there was always a mentor alongside. Now, they may not have been called mentors um, in these in these pages, but if you look at the at the works of what they were doing, if you look at how they were helping and encourage and, and build up these people, you will understand that they were doing the work of a mentor. They were helping these people in times and areas where they needed it most. And so I want you to be encouraged to take all five of these tools, again, reading your Bible regularly, praying daily, attend a church, serve others, seek guidance from a spiritual mentor, and use these things in your next step of identifying who you are in Christ. I love you lots. I pray that this is something that was able to build you up a little bit more today. And, and, as usual or always, especially for this episode, I pray that this was something that's going to help you understand even the more so how you are crowned for this, how God seemed fit in you to know exactly who you are, what you would be, what you would be doing. And that because of that, he's equipped you enough. He's gave you all the tools to wear your crown and wear it well. Listen, 
If you have yet ran over to our social media sites on Facebook and Instagram, I encourage you to do that now. Uh, just put in the search field, circle up underscore AH and hit that follow button. Subscribe to any and every page that you can. Listen, there's so many fun things. There's so many encouraging words and newsletters to help you grow in your faith and grow in your personal space. Listen, I want you to run over to Facebook at circle, uh, not circle up, but at the Root Transformation Ministries. That is a ministry that me and my husband have and there you're going to be able to find sunday messages every sunday at 11 a.m there's going to be a beautiful message straight from the lord on there and i believe you can benefit not only will you hear my voice but you'll hear my husband's voice a sound voice a man's voice a voice that's going to help you gather and collect um some good things some good insight from another perspective so listen i love you lots uh don't wait go do that now and yeah i will see you guys on the next episode be blessed, guys. Bye.